Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Welcome in to episode number 551 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the City of Vineland. It is KB coming at you from Underground Studios, fresh off a PLL weekend, where I was getting complimented in press conferences and watching some of the best lacrosse players on the planet, and then coming home to a beautiful Philly series win. We'll get into that faux show, but joining me, as he has... Since football season on these Sunday into Monday shows, and as he has done an admirable job filling in on the Wednesday live shows as well, the one and only People's Champ hosts with the most because he takes no nights off, Mr. Patty Pitts. We take no nights off here in the Pitts Cave down in the underground. It's good to be back. I like the Sunday episode too because I just kick my feet up. I have another day off tomorrow of work, so I can go a little Same. bit later. I pl- I thought smart, no free ads, Rosart, and took the day off tomorrow. Oh, smart. Okay. So, yeah, so I kick my feet up. We're going to talk some Philly sports, do our usual segments on a Sunday, and then we're going to see who's horny. So I'm kind of excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> What an unbelievable one-liner. Think of people listening. You're going to be like, wait, 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 what? And then that's how we the get people it. who haven't listened in the last three episodes. Or the people so that only confused. listen when Matt's on are going to be like, what the fuck? What are we doing? Whoa. What is wrong with this show? This not my underground. That was unbelievable. You said it with such a straight face, too. That was what made it. That's what made it. If you're not watching on YouTube, you should. No, this is why you got to subscribe grief. and watch. Oh, that's that's how you come in to start a week. All pun intended there. Horny, come in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Cheers oh, to the freaking weekend, baby. Cheers. Oh, Cheers, my, man. My We're going to get into the fills. We're going to get into uh, the NFL jersey sales from the month of June because we forgot to do that last episode. B-Ball Paul signed immediately after we finished recording because Daryl Morey waited until the 11th hour to tweet the out the mud yeah. gif. But, hey, B-Ball Paul is back. Um, and we will also talk about uh, Debo Samuel being – just a certified loser. Cue the SpongeBob video. Loser. Loser. Oh, brother. This, this guy, guy stinks. <laughs> Half of our audience right now. Half. Yeah. What? <laughs> we... 
we're gonna get into all that and a whole lot more plus philadelphia union third place baby going into the all-star break that's what we love to see uh from our union but before we get into all of that make sure you guys are following us on the socials that includes twitter instagram threads tiktok at underground phi facebook.com slash underground sports phi twitch.tv slash underground sports phi because this coming wednesday matt will be back from the motherland and we'll be live on twitch wednesday night 7 p.m eastern time that you won't want to miss it uh be sure to follow me on twitter at kbizzl311 instagram threads kbizzle11 and on tiktok at kb underground you can follow pits on twitter at pat underscore pits and on instagram and threads at pitsy 35 be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed as well. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way for helping this show continue to grow. Helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia. Helps more people find our entire network of podcasts. When you search Underground Sports Philadelphia on your podcast app of choice, they'll all show up. So go subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Seen a, a huge. I'm I'm gonna put this out there for the people. Maybe the advertisers will hear this. Pits, our downloads in the last month are up 902. percent That's a big number. That's a big number. 902. percent I think that's the champs effect. If we're honest, because who's been here this we're entire run? That's what I'm saying. We're it's a champions here. effect. We're that's out here doing the damn thing. So go subscribe. Be a friend, tell a friend, because the audio version of the podcast is just as important as the video version, which is on YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week. You get full video episodes of every podcast on our network, live streams, original video content, shorts, clips, interviews, all that good stuff is all on our YouTube channel. Pitsy, I got to tell you, brother, we're closing in on that partial monetization number. We're closing in, people. We are oh so close. We are like 38 hours away of watch time from partial monetization. It's barely two days. Now, partial is beautiful, but we also need to get to full monetization on the YouTube channel, which means you all at home need to subscribe to the channel. We're at 515 subscribers. We need to get to 1,000 before September 4th, which is DJ's birthday, my beloved co-host of the Outside the Box podcast. If we don't get there, DJ has to move to Alaska, and I will never forgive you all for making him move to the Northern Lights. So go subscribe. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Let everybody know that we need 1,000 subscribers on this YouTube channel in less than two months. Otherwise, one of our own is going to have to move to the ice-cold the icebox of Alaska. Dude, dude, you know how far that is from everything we're trying to do? He's already far enough. Already Why far. we got to push him far? Even Kalamazoo is cold. <laughs> Alaska? I stand corrected. Pits, we're at 516 subscribers. Now. Okay, good. Good. Are, so we got to get up, though. In. Well, I found out from Christian this week. You'll see the clip later this week. Uh, because when Christian was giving our patented spoiler warnings during uh, streamer season, apparently um, people were pirating our YouTube channel. It's a whole thing. You got to go watch streamer season to find out. Uh, they're pirating our, our YouTube. Apparently, our vi- our podcast is on the black market, and they're they're illegally streaming our our YouTube videos. So That's do why we, you got to subscribe. Yeah. So 
subscribe on the black market, the regular market. Like, we should just always be subscribing. I don't care anywhere where you're you watching get your, it. Anywhere you get YouTube, you should be subscribed. Just subscribe. It's all. I don't care where you're watching. 2,962 public watch hours. We need okay. 3,000 to hit partial monetization. Which means when we get partial monetization on the channel, everybody, let, let this be known. More live streams will be coming to our YouTube channel. Because that's what partial monetization does a lot for. So we'll be live streaming more on YouTube. What are we doing? Like, it's on. a win-win for everybody. So go subscribe on the YouTube channel. Smash the like button. Ring the bell icon. Comment down below your thoughts on everything Pitsy and I discuss on tonight's episode. And of course, like I mentioned, this podcast is we've gone off the rails already because we're 10 minutes in. And we haven't even given a shout out to our presenting sponsor, the city of Vineland. The city of Vineland, our own city, getting behind us, uh, and we couldn't be more thankful as my internet decides to just load really slowly. And city of Vineland, baby, don't worry, we're dropping the ad read for you guys. Let it's, it be known. Let it okay. show. Let's. Huh? Is it there? Huh? Slowly, well, before but I get to our presenting sponsor, big thank you to Security Twenty One Security Systems and Paul J Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast uh as i pull city of vineland ad read up see this is why physical ad reads are still important everybody physical paper is very important i know online's great and it's easy to access but no, there's nothing like having the physical thing there there it is and you know what's great the city of vineland municipal calendar because it features city organized city sponsored and city affiliated events that are of public interest I'm going to be uh, in contact with our awesome mayor, Anthony Finucci, this week, trying to get us to do a uh, on-location podcast from National Night Out next month. Trying to get that That'd going be down. It'd be a huge thing for, cool. for the brand. Um, and that's probably going to be in the city of Vineland, the municipal calendar. Uh, the calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the city of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And be sure, guys, get your merch. Get your merch. PHIapparel.co is the website. They are the best in the game with their unique designs. For not only Philly sports fans, but underground sports Philadelphia fans, because it is the exclusive home to all of our merch for all of our podcasts. You're going to stand out in the crowd, whether it's at Citizens Bank Park watching the Phils go take three out of four from the Padres, whether you're at your local dive bar, whether you're at home with the fam, going out with your lady, going out with your man, you're going to stand out in the crowd with your merch from PHI Apparel Company. Go to phiapparel.co. And our listeners can use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any and all merch orders. It includes, if it's our merch, if it's exclusive PHI Apparel Company merch, it all works with our promo code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any and all merch orders. It's free shipping. And if you get our merch, it's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing. You can also get merch. You know, they got the Bryce Harper, oh my God, you know, Kyle Schwarber home run from the playoffs face last year. They got Mr. Met getting choked out by the Fanatic. Get your Eagles merch. The Philly Dog shirt that we collabed with PHI Apparel Company designed by your boy. Go get that thing because that is going to be hot, super hot fire. 
come football season. I, I'm tempted to buy another one of those shirts, Pits, and make it a sleeveless. Ooh, that's actually not bad. That's not a bad idea. I like and that. mission this football season, as I throw my pen, is to get Nolan Smith and Jordan Davis and uh, – why am I blanking on his name? Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, my God, this is embarrassing. Basically, all, well, all the Georgia boys. All the Jordan Georgia Davis. Nicobe, uh, Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean. And then who was our first-round pick this year? It was Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter is who I'm forgetting. Um, and Nick Sirianni. I want to get them all Philly dog shirts. So. Oh, that'd be really cool. They'd love that. That'd be oh, sweet. Yeah. And Kelly Ringo once he signs his contract. Um, so go to phiapparel.co, use code underground for 10% off your orders. Now that we're 12 minutes into the podcast, let's get into it. Uh, Phils, take three out of four from the Padres this weekend at home because, Pitts, say it with me. Because that's, that's what's in. in. <laughs> Padres first game, Unreal. they take that one, and then the Phils win the next three. They sweep the rare built-in doubleheader. Uh, which is such a rarity for the Phillies. Um, don't know if that's ever been done before that they swept a doubleheader. Um, yeah, I don't think so. But they do the damn thing. Take three out of four from the Padres. Continue climbing up the ladder in the wild card race in the National League. Just a beautiful display by the fight in Phillies. They go out there, do the damn thing. They win in 12 innings today. Um, yeah, that's a long Just one. an amazing effort by the Phillies coming out of the break. Um much needed win too. Like you kind of put the nail in the coffin on the Padres this year, which is a yeah. great thing. Make them sellers, kick them out of the wild card race, and it's one less team you have to worry about. One less team you have to worry about to the playoffs too. And thinking on the other side of things, <clears throat> you make them sellers, so then you actually can make the possibility of Juan Soto potentially being a Philly within the next year or so a reality. And they think that's what I would love that at this point, just for the sheer chaos factor. But yeah, I, I, I was looking at the Padres roster today in the box score, and I do not understand how they're this bad. It's crazy. They, they have a who's who that if it was 2015, their roster would be stacked. Like World Series bound easily. Gary Sanchez, who has turned Blake Snell back into a Cy Young winner somehow. Um, they have Matt Carpenter. I was like, he's still in baseball? I saw him, like, on deck to, I was like, what? Jesus. Rugnet Odor is on their team. Oh, I know him. And then, obviously, Jesus. you know, they signed Xander. They have, they have one. Fernando Manny Martins, Machado. Manny Machado. That's a 2015, like, juggernaut team. Oh, my God. That's like, yeah, you make that team in the show or something. How are you yeah. not? You Darvish like is on their team. Dude, how are you Josh not? Hader. Like, how are you not going at least with 110 wins in a season? They're 44 and 50 this year. That is so fucking disgusting. With a plus 36 run differential. That's that's what I call nonsense, though. So that's ridiculous. Phil's oh, though, nice little update here. Even in the loss column with that stupid Miami Marlins team. Oh, good. Okay, good. Things one, are starting to get one back game to back of second place in the division. But again, you know, taking three out of four from the Padres is fantastic coming out of the break. You know, getting back on track and and now on a three game win streak too, going into uh, whatever the next matchup is. I'll pull up who they play next because 
Your boy got a new phone, everybody, and uh, hey. turned the data over. First new phone in five years, so. Yeah, Tuck, Kyle, tell the peeps uh, what you still had on your phone that uh, is now rendered button. obsolete. There it is. Home button. <laughs> home button and an overheating battery. That oh, my God, me. dude. That <laughs> is using a, too many apps at once. That's a deadly uh, combination right there. But, I mean, this series showed – because now with the Marlins having lost three in a row, how important those two series you've played already against the Marlins have been, and you're two and four against the Marlins this year. Imagine you flip that. You win two more of those games, and you're four and two against them. You're ahead of them in the standings now. That's how important these divisional games are this year because of how they linked up the schedule and all the interleague play that's going on this year. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to beat your opponents in your division, whether it's the Marlins, the Mets, the Nationals. Like, those games are so important. Like, we've dubbed it, Matt and I, before they went on, before him and my sister went on their honeymoon, like, we said the Braves are not your competition anymore until the playoffs. Like, the Phillies should not be hyper-focused on the Braves as much as they should be on the Marlins, as they should be on the Mets, on the Nationals, on the Reds, the Brewers, the Giants, the Diamondbacks, the Dodgers. Like, those are the teams you need to focus on. And it, coming up this week, too, big series against the Brewers. Like, they're a team that's also in the in the race for the wild, the wild card, card and trying yeah. to win their division, too, and they're seesawing with the Cincinnati Reds. New phone is going crazy. Don't know what's happening here. What? Well, how, how long is the update going to take? What's it saying? Unable to complete data transfer. The connection to your other iPhone was lost. Reset iPhone to start setting up again. Well, you you have good Wi-Fi, so you can just connect that real quick and get it over the way. <laughs> You're so funny. You're so I funny. try. I really do. That's what oh, the champ it's does. Hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. Um but you're playing the Brewers upcoming this week, and luckily the Phillies are at home, too, so that's a big bonus for them. They always play better at home. Uh, you got a lot of Wi-Fi network issues there. A lot of stuff there. going on. Don't know what's happening. At least your sports are doing well, because Boston sports suck right now, so I am all in on talking about Philly sports for the foreseeable future. But you you have this big series against the Brewers now, and they're you know, like I said, seesawing back and forth um, with the Reds for standings in the NL Central between wild card and winning the division. So that's a team that you have to beat. You have to beat these teams that are not just in your division, but that are fighting for wild card spots and trying to jump ahead of you to get into the playoffs and everything. So this Brewers series is arguably just as important as this Padres series was. You have to at least bare minimum take two out of three from them. Now who's someone on the Brewers that you will is like a threat in this series that could kill you guys? Uh, Really the only player that's been having a great season for them has been Christian Yelich. Okay. He's kind Good. of had a bounce back year for them, um, of all guys, surprisingly, when he's kind of been like corpse the last couple of years. Um, yeah. Okay. Like they're pitching. Like I, I just feel the Brewers are very mid branch like team right now, you know. But yeah, they're um, they're weird. They have a negative eight run differential, and they're fifty two and forty two. That is weird. 
Make that make sense, everybody. Make that make sense. Like, oh, so they, their pitching is not good. <clears throat> Correct. Pitching's not That's great. what I'm gathering. Um, they let up a lot of runs, so they're beatable. Like, you should be able to beat the Brewers. Yeah. Now, biggest thing will be Aaron Nola on the mound and him hopefully not having a Jekyll and Hyde type start and being the Aaron Nola we know he can be. That's going to be important in this first game against the Brewers. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, that. You, you look at the standings right now, Phillies wild card wise. Let me pull that up here because I just have the divisional standings going. Um, looking here. So wild card wise, right now in the National League, it's the Giants, the Marlins, the Diamondbacks, and then a half game back are your Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, and that's a half game. That's basically everyone's in the same boat. Yeah. Like no one's really leading at this point. It's just, yeah. yeah the Marlins and the Giants <clears throat> a half game up on the Diamondbacks, who have been on a monster slide. The past Ooh. 10 games, they're 2 and 8 in their last 10. Lost Ooh. four straight. Um, so they've kind of fallen out of the division uh, race. Not too much, but, you know, when the Dodgers are in your division, you can't really let them take a, a hold of things. Mm -hmm. But the Phillies are right there. Um, and, I mean, a series against the Brewers can do a lot for you in the standings. You can knock them down a little bit, give the Reds some breathing room to take over the division again if they so choose. And uh, then the Brewers get knocked down, just like you did to the Padres this week. It's just all about knocking down the people in the wild card race. Just getting winning those series against them are, are realistically right now. And on. yes, it's it's a long season <clears throat> in baseball, obviously, and there, there's a lot of things that can change that will change. Right now, realistically, it's a five team race for the NL wild card. It is the Giants, the Marlins, the Diamondbacks slash Dodgers. However, you want to you know chop that up, the Phillies, and then between Cincinnati and Milwaukee, like whoever isn't there yeah Those that's like a seven teams. seven, so seven team, yeah. teams there because the next team in line after the reds right now in the wild card standings is the san diego padres and they're eight games back of a wild card oh that's yeah that's pretty steep you haven't got to the double digits yet but yeah eight's a lot to come back eight's from. a lot and then you're followed by the mets who are eight and a half the pirates are ten and a half and then the cardinals and nationals and rockies are all dead yeah the rockies are just a team you hear nothing about they did walk off against the Yanks today, though. Yeah, they took care of the Yankees this week, which was Let's go. very hilarious. As my new my new phone is asking me to facial ID. So we're going to do a live face ID. Oh, a live face ID? Show Love this. Yep, get all the angles, Kyle. All those angles! Boom. Boom, we're, we're in there. We're doing a full-on reset. In there like swimwear. Now... The last time I was trying to do this was transfer from iPhone. So transfer directly so this iPhone will be ready with your data when you finish setting up or download from iCloud. You can start using your iPhone in about 15 minutes. Your data will download later over Wi-Fi. I don't trust the Wi-Fi, but... That's what I'm saying. I was trying to do transfer from iPhone last time. That's when it was like, oh, we lost connection to your phone. I think it was because I reset the Wi-Fi, though. That, was, that makes sense. So it probably, probably got like, confused. Oh, you lost your Wi-Fi, you bozo. Um, Bozo. Great, great job by the Phillies though to take care of business. Three out of four against the Padres. Marlins lost three straight now, so that's huge. 
Um, Back to Marlins things. Good. And the Marlins, they play the Cardinals upcoming. Um, so that's not really ideal because the Cardinals absolutely stink on ice. Um, but we're in, we're in trade deadline season, Pitsy. Mm-hmm. We're 15 days or 16 days away. From what? The deadline? He's gone. I have no idea what just happened. I have no idea what you just said. Sweet. We're about 15 days away from the trade deadline, um, which is huge. You know, we're 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 in trade deadline season. We're getting some rumors swirling that I don't like, Pat. That I don't like. And you see, I mm. used your first full Govy name because yeah, I don't dude, like Yeah, dude, what? It. You didn't even address me as Champ or Pitts. Or, I would have preferred Pitts, honestly, over Champ. But And it's about my two guys that I really want on this Phillies team that play for the Chicago Cubs. Marcus Stroman, Cody Bellinger. Yeah, we did mention them last week. Being targeted both by a team that I can't stand, that you can't stand, that everybody in Major League Baseball can't stand. The Yankees? You're close. It's the Mets? That, it's a team that owns the Yankees. Who would have thought you'd utter those words in this day and age? But George Steinbrenner just rolled over in his grave. The Ooh. Houston Astros. Oh, ew. 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 I'm watching the Astros right now. Like, ew. I don't like the any Astros of that. have been linked to both Cody Bellinger and Marcus Stroman, and for Stroman, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays also showing interest in their former pitcher. You should have never got rid of him if you're showing yeah, what are you, you, your former player. Can't go back to your ex after that long. Should have kept him around. What are we doing here? Stroman is just, he's such a fill. Like, and I, I just cannot fathom him not being a Philly. It would really help. Sick. You would really improve your pitching, too. Like, really improve it. He'd be a perfect starter in the rotation, which we mentioned when we brought him up last time. Um, there's a lot of people on the internet who I'm ready to fight, to talking about, I would trade Alec Bowe for Nolan Arenado in a second. <laughs> it's not a very boomery. Get like out of the... here. Get out of here. I've also been told by fans of the show that we need our good pal, and uh, still vying for a job at our company, one Delco Danny to address the Nolan Arenado. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen Danny in a little bit. I like so to hear you from might him. see Danny on TikTok and Instagram addressing the Alec Bohm for Nolan Arenado um, dipshit trade requests. See, um, I'd like to know his opinion over the talk radio callers. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of our fans were saying they need to hear Danny pronounce Arenado. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. He's gonna have a tough time. He's gonna so, that's gonna be a tough time for him. We'll I'm see excited. what happens there. Um here's here's our stance. Stay the fuck away from our sweet baby boy Alec Bone. Yep. Champ Absolute agrees. Bozos. Um 
Pitsy, shall we get to one of your favorite segments? We do oh, please. Show? I'm already thinking of numbers. <laughs> you sounded like a an old Italian. I'm already the thinking. lottery. It's the NL East and Major League Baseball run differentials. It's brought to you by our awesome friends over at Wasted Wedge. A new age of golf has arrived, and if you're looking to be the talk and envy of your group and create memories with your friends and family, look no further than the lineup of Wasted Wedge products and merchandise. These Wasted Wedges are a blast to drink shots out of on and off the course, and you guys can check out check them out at WastedWedge.com or find them on Instagram, Facebook, and threads at Wasted Wedge. Be sure to follow them. Tell them you're coming from Underground Sports Philadelphia. Check out their full lineup of products from the Wasted Wedges themselves, their merch, apparel, all that good stuff. WastedWedge.com and follow them on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and threads at Wasted Wedge. It is the run differential segment, Pitsy. First official one out of the All-Star break. So we finally have some numbers changes. We start in the NL East as we always do. I switch back to the regular season standings from the wild card standings there. Uh, looking at the Atlanta Braves pits in first place, it's 61 and 31. Lost two in a row, though. The Chicago White Sox take. Oh, they lost business. today. Oh, yes, all right. I was watching that for a little bit. Low Braves, if you will. Uh, Braves, though, 514 runs scored, the most in the division by a wide margin. What's their run differential, Pitsy? Positive, I'm assuming. Oh, 100%. Um, Very very positive at that. I'm going to go 80. I'm going to go 88. I'm going to have to ask you to do a little more addition because it's plus 148. Oh, they're like there. Oh, okay. They're like there. Oh, all right. Okay. Then oh, we have tough. the dumbest franchise in the National League, the Miami Marlins, at 53-42. and 42, Leading in that wild card. They've scored the second-fewest runs in the division at 397. I'm going to go minus three. I don't care. That's just what minus seems to me. Minus 10. That, what? What? Minus what? 10. Makes no sense. Their expected win loss right now is they are fifty three and forty two. Their expected win loss is forty six and forty nine. Dude, I don't like. How are you second in your division with that record, and you let up ten more runs and you score? Like what? Mm-hmm. Baseball makes no sense. Then we move to our Philadelphia Phillies now at fifty one and forty two after a great weekend at home against the Padres because that's what's in in. Seven and three in their last ten. They've scored the second most runs in the division at four hundred twenty-six. Pitsy, what's okay. the fight and Phil's run differential? I'm gonna go it's oh, I don't think it's that high. Um go plus fourteen. So close. Plus twelve. Oh. Right there. Right there. It was close. Then we move to the Lowell New York Mets at 43 and 50. Eight and a half games back in the wild card. 18 and a half games back in the division. They've scored the third most runs in the division this year. But Pitsy, there's only two teams that are positive in the NL East in their run differentials, and we've named them both already. So the Mets have to be negative. What do you have the Mets at? 
No way they're lower than the Marlins. They are. No way. Eight, minus 18. Minus 22. No, final guess, minus 22. I wish it was that. They are a minus 12. They are the complete opposite of the Phillies. The inverse, if you will. Oh, okay. At a minus okay. 12. Uh, and it's very hilarious, too. The expected win-loss for the Phillies is 48 and 45. The expected win-loss for the Mets is 45 and 48. Inverse. Inverse. Mets. That's unbelievable. Lowell Mets. Uh, no then the stolen be. franchise Washington Nationals at 37 and 56, dead in the water. Least amount of runs scored in the division this year at 390. Negative 35. I'm going to give you a hint and let you re-guess. It's a number you've mentioned in this segment so far. Negative 22? Just negative. Oh, oh, so the neg. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's negative eighty-eight. Yep. And the crazy part is that's not even close to the worst in the National League because when we move on down to the worst in the National League, it is still that stupid franchise who their media people are still trying to create beef and tension with the Phillies. Like, get a grip, you're in last place, you bozos. The thirty-six and fifty-eight Colorado Rockies have given up a whopping. They've given up more runs than the Braves have scored this year. The Braves have scored 514. The Rockies have given up 555. 55! To give them a negative 144 run differential. The worst in the National League. Ew. Everybody else in that division in the positives. You flip to the NL Central. Everybody in the NL Central, except for the third place, 43 and 49 Chicago Cubs, were a plus 21. Uh, everybody else in the negatives. Because that's what's, what's in. in. That's terrible. Terrible. God. Also, I, I love that we get to announce this here on the podcast. I know John Boy did this during their, uh, their All-Star Break live show in Seattle. Uh... I am hereby pronouncing the St. Louis Cardinals 2023 edition dead. Ooh. They're 40 and 53. Oh, they're done. Negative 28 run differential. No, their season's over. In last place. Oh, you love to the see Golden it. Boys, the the team that gets compared to having the baseball version of the Patriot Way. The, the gold standard, St. Louis Cardinals, the illustrious Cardinals. They're dead. And you know who killed them? The fight in Phils. They did. Well, they did. Um, I hate it. I, I like seeing them in the World Series when we play them because you knew you were going to get a win. But, yeah, I just don't see any prestige with the Cardinals, like, at all. You know, they have I the just... whole thing. They say the Cardinal way. It's the cardinal way. That's how it's they teach the in the Marley, the way. cardinal way. And it's I mean, it Patriot makes me want to gag. The gagging way. That's Yeah, that's what we do here when we hear them. It's the gagging way. They, that's they gross. Went, they went. Their season was like, it went like the arch. And then went splat. Yeah, you got to grade them on a curve. <laughs> no curves here. It's like college. They don't give you a curve. Uh, looking at your division with your Boston Red Sox. Yeah, how no we doing? In the basement. No longer in the basement. Are I the know. Sox. Thank God. Uh, Thank you, Colorado. Every team in the AL East, though, with 50-plus wins. 
crazy. That is crazy. Division. Uh. Don't look now, Pitsy. The Tampa Bay Rays only have a one-game lead in your division because the surging, white-hot Baltimore Orioles yeah, are on their tails. Dude, I don't know what the Orioles are, are doing. I didn't even know they were good until now. Like Everyone they're... in your division with a positive run differential. Tampa Bay with the best run differential in your division, though, at plus 152. Oh, wow. Uh, and then moving to your Boston Red Sox. Plus thirty-two run differential for the not bad. Socks, not not bad. I'll take that. I'll take that. Then we move to the dumbest division in baseball, the AL Central, where everybody's in the negative except for the forty-eight and forty-six Minnesota Twins, who have a plus thirty-two run differential. Interesting. Kansas City Royals, second worst team in baseball, only behind our beloved Oakland A's at twenty-seven and sixty-seven. Pitsy, they have a negative one fifty-eight run differential. Well, let me guess the A's. I, I, Texas I, Rangers, I, best run differential in baseball at a plus 159. Um, and then we move to the 25 and 70 Oakland Athletics. Okay, I'm going to get a, a nice number. Okay, I wanna, is it in the 200s? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. All right. Well, funny. firmly entrenched. Firmly entrenched. Firmly grasped in their hands. <sighs> wow. You guys talk suck. About I think they're too horny if they're this bad. All right. They're just not finding that balance. I'm going to go firmly entrenched. I'm going to go 267. You are so fucking close. Negative, obviously. Negative 253. And you know who oh. the Oakland A's are playing to start off this new week? Tampa Rays. Your Boston Red Sox. Oh, thank God. Let's bury them. They're already buried. It's like, let's stop, just keep... stop. They're already no, we're dead. We're just going to keep piling the dirt. Just making sure they can't wake up. Just just keep can't piling that dirt. Up. Wake me wake up me. inside. Wait, save me. So there is your run differentials across baseball and the NL East, of course, brought to you by our friends at Wasted Wedge. Pitts, we got to talk some more. Nikki C. Scooby-Doo. He's out. Scooby Doo, the the rally being the rally cry of this Phillies team this year, could be one of my favorite character arcs of all time. Yeah, I didn't expect this to be on my 2023 bingo card, but you know I'm I'm all for it because it's Nikki C. He's like, embraced it. Scoop, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> and the amount of shit that you can do with it is incredible. And he just Nick Castellanos to- is doing it the right way. He has partnered with. Uh, I'm blanking on the company, but we will put the link in the description because we support the boy. Uh, and if there's anything that is not our merch, if it's Nick Castellanos involved, we're behind it. We're in. Uh, part of the proceeds are going to the SPCA in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. So great cause. We love the animals. And the shirt is basically Nick doing his patented like unbuttoned jersey, and it reveals a Scooby-Doo dog collar. That's absolutely incredible. It's fantastic. Like, I need it. I need 12 of them. Um, we will put the link in the description. Support Nick. Support the SPCA. Uh, adopt, don't shop. Because um, those animals need loving, too. Um, but somebody dressed up like Scooby-Doo the first game back from the All-Star break, too, in the stands out in right field. Absolutely incredible. It must have been so hot in that suit. So great. Like, Love of the game. Roik's Raggy? 
That's one thing I can't do. I can't do a Scooby impression. I don't have a good bro, Scooby bro, impression. Bro, bro, bro. That was like bro, bro. Courage combined. <laughs> did yeah, you know the they did a line. crossover like straight to DVD movie with Courage and Scooby Doo? Why was that not made when we were kids? Oh, that, that sounds the like the ultimate like crossover event. Oh, that would have been ever. a great crossover episode. Scooby Cartoon Network's Courage. Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. With the absolute maniacal villains that they put in Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, yeah. And Those letting Mystery Inc. solve that shit. I don't know. We, why are we... We should be leading the charge there. That should have like, been... Sh- we're we're going to come up with some sick-ass Nick Cassiano Scooby-Doo merch, though, too. Along with oh, supporting the SPCA. That's um, how we do it. But just beautiful stuff. And that just shows how great Philadelphia fans are. First game back, somebody's already got a full-fledged Scooby-Doo costume. That's, ready that's... to rock and roll. Best fan, one of the best fan bases, man. So loyal. Oinks, Raggy? Yeah, that's that's Oinks, him. So Oinks, from... Scoob, we gotta get, out, get of out of here. That's dude. Those old the live action ones. Do were you know who directed so those? Oh, I think I do, but I forget the name off the top of my head. Who is it? The one and only icon himself, James Gunn. No way. Yep. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. I would not guess that. That I was would, not going to be in my... I would hypothetically kill for them to make a third one of the live-action Scoobies. But you, but you need that same cast, and I feel yep. like it's... Run it back. But how? Run They're, like, back. ancient. Run it back. They're as old as the villains. Run it back. Well, it's, it's going to be a little bit you know for why? that before that can happen. In. It's going to be a little bit before that happens. For sure. But run it back. Yeah, this is Those a, movies we, were ahead of their time. So good. Oh, we watched the first one on Netflix after coming back from the so bar a couple weeks ago. Jimmy Crock and I passing up. on each other as we watched it. It was adorable. It's so it was awesome. And Scrappy turns into one of those crazy-ass monsters. That's the thing, too. The CGI in that was, like again, ahead of its time. Because it's you don't. A lot of those movies, when you watch it now, you're like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, product mm-hmm. of the time, whatever. But the CGI in that holds up today. Scooby looks very realistic. The fact that they made Scrappy from this little dog, little pup, into basically the great Kali, and he's just giant, and it didn't look Scooby-Doo is one of the terrible. greatest franchises ever. Like, from the live action to the original cartoon to... uh What's new Scooby-Doo, a pup named Scooby-Doo, like the spinoffs, like they never missed. What do you think they're in, in the category of, and not, not in by, when I say this, I mean, don't rank them, just say like top five of franchises that Scooby-Doo would be with. Um, I mean, like, I feel like Scooby-Doo is kind of in that Saturday morning cartoon, like, yeah, that's where I'm going. It's top five, easy. I would go Scooby Doo, SpongeBob because of longevity as well. Maybe for the nostalgia factor, Tom and Jerry because they were in for so long. Um, I I can't decide between Fairly Odd Parents or Jimmy Neutron. I would like probably Fairly Odd Parents again for the longevity thing. And I'm trying to think of a Disney one to wrap it all up. 
See, that was the thing. Disney was like they didn't do cartoons. You know what was a good Disney cartoon? The Lilo and Stitch show. That was decent. That was good because you saw more aliens. You did. We saw a little bit more of the aliens. And it delivered one of the greatest internet computer games of all time with the 625 Sandwich Stacker. Oh, that dude. Disney was ahead of time for that shit, too. It was like the only cartoon, though. I remember like the Mickey's theater thing. Like Mickey Mouse had his own show. I used to watch that. Let me see. Disney I don't channel like cartoons like Proud they Family were, comes to mind. They were big on the live action stuff. Kim Possible. Oh, Kim Possible. No, I wouldn't put them in. I wouldn't put Kim Possible in Scooby Doo's category. No, but they had Kim Possible, Phineas and Ferb, uh, Phineas and Ferb American Dragon, Jake Long. I didn't watch that. I didn't like um, that was when Reese, I fell asleep. Recess. Recess was lit. Okay. Recess was that show. Recess was awesome. But those, but see, those are just like, they're not on the caliber of cartoons like Nickelodeon produced or even Cartoon Network. Yeah, I think mostly because Disney Channel really leaned into the live action stuff. Really leaned into it, yes. And they were all great. Like Sweet Life is Acting Cody, Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place, um, even Stevens. Even Stevens, dude, the Even Stevens movie was a banger. Corey Eddie's Million House, Dollar Cook-Off. That's so Raven. Yeah, they were big on like the Disney Channel original movies, too. Corey, Corey in the House. The love of my life. She was another, on there. Another elite cartoon, though, from Disney, Proud Family. Yeah, that's where I would say the Proud Family was one of their best cartoons. Phil the Future. Phil the Future was an underrated show. Very underrated. Uh, Hannah Montana. Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire was great. Uh, that launched its own uh, movie. What else was on here? Yeah, it was just more like live action is what I remember. Like They were yeah. big on the making the Disney I mean, Channel Boy, stars. Boy Meets World is one of my top three shows of all time. Yeah, that. Oh, it's absolutely. Disney. Like that is it's, it's Survivor, Boy Meets World, Stranger Things for the boy. It's a good three. Like during the Pandy Wandy, I sat and watched Boy Meets World. That was like my binge because it was on Disney Plus. So I just watched every episode, every season of Boy Meets World, and then bled into the Girl Meets World spinoff that they did on Disney Channel, which was for for reboots' sake and like spinoffs of like stuff that they were like not really using original ideas for, but. It was the same creator, so I was like, okay, I trust this. Mm-hmm. One of the better spinoff shows. Oh, that, good. Like, okay. Took a break and because they brought back a lot of the characters and everything too. So it was it was a good spinoff. Um, but yeah, that was Boy Meets World Tears every time. That show makes me cry like a bubbling idiot. Mr. Feeny! 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 And I mean, the first episode of Boy Meets World is Corey wearing a Phillies jersey. Oh, dude. Come on. That's on brand, dude. Because that show was set in Philadelphia. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Corey, Corey Matthews, Philadelphian. One of our own. Damn. It's meant to be, man. It's just meant to be. Yeah, because there was a whole episode where Corey's dad like let him stay up late to watch a Phillies game. 
And then I love Tori's those falling times. asleep in class, so then Mr. Feeney gave him detention. It's great. Oh. Mr. Feeney's an all-time TV character. All-time. All I watched some of his quotes on Like, they have clips of his quotes on social media or whatever. Did you know real-life Mr. Feeney and then the character he marries in the later seasons of Boy Meets World, their actual husband and wife? In oh, life. really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That just it makes it even better. I also That's just incredible. discovered that Jack, who is Sean's stepbrother in the show, the real-life Jack, has a podcast with his two actual brothers. And it's called Podcast of Brotherly Love. That's awesome. Check that out. Um, and that's your that's your show run. Go subscribe to Streamer Season. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I got to watch that. We got to watch Quicksand. Like, we got a lot to... Oh, shout everyone. Up, shout out Maddie Pitts. Quicksand. AMC Plus and Shutter. This week, or what is it? Sunday. So this every week, day. every day, every day, it. just watch. It. Take no nights off and watch it. Watch it. It's about uh, quicksand. A couple goes to Columbia uh, for I forget what the event is. The Stop talking, Apple Watch. I and 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 they go to Columbia to for some wedding or something, or I forget what the party is. And they get trapped in quicksand, and the story is about them getting out of it. It's very dark, but it's very good. Uh, so shout out Matt, first movie. My lead brother. Act- lead actress is voice actor from Encanto. Exactly, bringing it back to Disney. That's what I mean. Like, it, there's some star power in this. And yeah. So go check it you, out. You, that we posted on streamer season was sick. Oh, dude, I... I I was caught right after that. I was like, all right, I need to see what the hell this movie is. Director liked the post on Instagram. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. Andre's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Nikki C, Scooby Doo, and uh go get that go get those shirts and support the SPCA. Um Pitts, let's move on um from a true dog to someone who's being a baby back bitch. Oh, okay, good. I, I, this is where I'm going to get all my anger out because this was, this was painful to listen to. It's brought to you by our friends over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partners of Underground Sports Philadelphia. And there's news, there's news, people. If you potentially are listening to a Philadelphia sports podcast here and happen to live in Pittsburgh, Kenny's are coming to you. That's right. Kenwood Beer. Coming to Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. As of this Friday, that just passed seven fourteen, you can grab a Kenny at select locations in Pittsburgh. There's uh, looks like five or six of them, uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, that you can grab Kenwood now. Nice. Shout out to the shout out to the Yinzer. Shout out to my boy Wes Euler. He can now grab a Kenny in Pittsburgh, uh, and of course our Philadelphia audience can always grab a Kenny. Uh, because they are Philadelphia's light. It's always Kenny season. It's smooth, clean, and bright with taste to boot. Kenny is the routine choice of folks who want a balanced, flavorful, no-frills beer that's right for any occasion. Some call it the best light beer they've ever had, just like Mr. Pat Pitts. It's really good. It's really good. We just say you can't beat the original. It's 4.1% ABV, 120 calories, just 8 grams of carbs. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the all-new and improved Kenny Tracker. See who's got Kenny's on tap in the Philadelphia area, now in Pittsburgh. You can also buy it at your local Philadelphia area liquor store. Must be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Pitts, 
I can't believe we campaigned for this guy a couple years ago to win the Nickelodeon yeah. most valuable player. No, he's not a role, not a role model. He's he's not an MVP at all. Debo Samuel. Just a certified bozo. The 49ers have become the biggest crybabies since I don't know when after the NFC Championship game when we absolutely shellacked them on our way to Super Bowl 57. Trying to say, oh, if Brock Purdy played, things would be different. If we weren't so injured, things would be different. Well, you weren't, and he wasn't. So, hate to break it to you, you lost. Good day, sir. You lose. Debo Samuel does a radio spot with Zach Gelb from CBS Sports Radio, nationally uh, broadcast radio. Zach Temple alum as well. He's from Philly. Brings up the Philadelphia thing because the 49ers players could not shut up about this all offseason long. Debo yeah. wants to go full send. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, just the most one, like, worse than Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, way worse. This was like a very disrespectful way to go about it, where Marshawn Lynch was just very stubborn about it. There's differences to it. And this just seemed like he, he knew he said something he probably shouldn't have, and instead of addressing it, you know, like a man, uh, he ran away from it and then just handed the phone just to somebody else. Own own up to your statements, brother. It's not that hard. Like, not hard. you said it, wear it. Don't go back on your word. Don't try to change up the the whole situation because you were talking that good shit all during Super Bowl media week, all off season. Now you don't want to you, you don't want to bring it up. And that's the thing that I want to uh, I, I whatever um, was thinking about is that it's not something that you know they brought up and it's like oh, all right you shouldn't have brought that up that's on them like you're not going to get an answer. But it's something that he was talking about open openly about you know and just the talking all that was yeah not just him it was everybody it's the whole team it's the whole team so in that case what i'm gathering from this is he just didn't want to face the fact that he probably put his he foot got in caught his mouth. in 4k yeah he got yeah he did he did um we will have a deliberation on Wednesday night show when Matt gets back and I inform him of this to determine whether or not Debo Samuel is banned from this podcast. Oh yeah. That's not a me. That's not a champ decision. That's a, we will have a, a deliberation decision, and figure that out. Um, leave it in the YouTube comment section. If you think Debo <laughs> Samuel should be banned. Cause we don't do, we don't stand for that here in the underground. All right. Just, we, you, you own we up to own your it. words. Own up to it. That's why we have mics in front of our faces. We talk about that. We get things going, balls rolling, and then we have a conversation. And then if we, and then you know, I just don't get it. It was really, it just like really, dude, you're gonna pull this shit. And when I heard, I'm not kidding you. When I heard the woman's voice on the phone, I hey actually guys. thought, yeah, I thought someone either got into your mic or someone was talking to you or my YouTube in the background was playing an ad. Like I just, it was so out of the somebody blue. Somebody who's done radio before, yeah. you probably had like wartime PTSD. Oh, I've had. Oh yeah. Oh, I've had my moments where you have coached. My worst, actually, I'll tell the story. So my first interview ever with a coach 
was at Quinnipiac volleyball coach. And I'm nervous as hell. Like this dude is a notorious asshole, everything. And they get, they haven't won a game. They didn't win that night. They were like the dumpster fire team on campus. Mm-hmm. So I go up, it's my freshman year. I go up to do this interview, by the way, in his office because he left the court too fast and just went straight up. And he asked, up. he asked for the questions before, not not doing that. And then I asked two questions. He gave me the shortest, worst answers. And then when I said, all right, like he was like, all right, that's it. And I tried to say like, thank you, whatever. And he was already shutting the door in my face. So, uh, <laughs> like, this type of shit just pissed me off because, listen, they know that you're in that position where you probably don't want to answer it. So just give them something or give them a little, you know, hint within your answer. Being like, yeah, I said, like, all, all you had to do was say, yeah, I said that, you know, I got a little bit too hot in my head and I was a little bit frustrated with everything. But, you know, a game's a game. We move on. There are things we should have done better in that game. You know, all you could have had a very diplomatic answer and you went the, you know, childish route of running away from it and just hoping it goes away on its own. Yeah. Big time loser energy from Debo. We don't tolerate loser energy here. So we will deliberate Wednesday night or at some time in the near future if Debo Samuel is indeed banned from this podcast. Yes. Uh, Moving right along, NFL-wise. Uh, yes. This came out a couple days ago. Friday, this came out, I think. Or no, a little bit earlier than Friday. About a week ago now. Um, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. I love that we both got that. That was just, that was KK right there. We like that. We like that shit. Uh, the top-selling NFL jerseys in the month of June list came out. The top Ooh. ten. Um Pitsy has not seen this list for everybody listening and watching. So I'm going to try to have Pitts, just like we did last week, guessing all the MVPs of the teams, their last MVP winners. I'm going to try to have Pitts guess the top 10 jersey sales for the month. In the NFL? In the NFL. All right. Well, I can just knock off that definitely no Patriot was on that because not even star players want to play for the Patriots. Well, technically you're – Technically, you're correct, but... Is it Tom Brady? Tom Brady is on the list. His Bucks jersey uh, at number eight. He is... I'll give you this, too. He's the only retired player. Everyone else is active. So, I'm still getting over the fact that Tom Brady's still retired and people are just buying his jerseys. I don't... That's just... That's incredible. Um, I'm going to go Jalen Hurts is on that list. Jalen Hurts was the number... One selling jersey in the month of June for NFL jerseys. Our boy, Jalen Hurts, number one jersey in the NFL. That's awesome. That's that's great. Mahomes on there at three, probably. Patrick Mahomes is actually number four on this really? list. Uh, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons is number three. Three. That blew my mind. 
Well, dude, you know those Cowboys, like Cowboys, Yankees, Lakers fans are all over the world. So yeah, Michael Parsons is, wants to be a Philadelphia. Athlete yeah, he doesn't so want to be. Yeah, he won't be a cowboy. So you've got number one, you've got number three, four, and eight so far. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is on this list at number five. Haley Steinfeld's probably wearing that jersey. Goddamn Kate Bishop. Makes me so sad. But okay, but moving on to this keeping here. Um all right, I gotta go receiver now. No, no, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is not on this list. Really? Okay, that that doesn't shock me, but okay. Um receivers. I'll give you a hint. Jamar there Chase. Are, there are no wide receivers on this top ten. Really? Okay, okay. Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry is not on this list. Herbert? Justin Herbert, surprisingly, not on this list. I'm trying to think of like players that in the summer people are buying their jersey. Like now. Uh it, no shot Rogers, right? Aaron Rodgers Jets jersey is number two. On this list. Number two. That many people want to wear an Aaron Rodgers Jets jersey? Aaron Rodgers, number two. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. That is, oh. Just ruined my that fucking That didn't mood. surprise me as much because it is a new jersey. Two shocks me. It's it's all, it's, it's where it is. Yeah, whatever, you know, every New York Jet fan probably wants to have a jersey of an MVP quarterback that wasn't theirs. But the fact that it's at two is like, what the hell? Okay, interesting. You've, you've gotten one, two, three, four, five, and eight. So you're missing number six, number seven, number nine, and number ten. Is there a running back on the list? There is a running back on the list. McCaffrey Christian McCaffrey is number 10 on this list is he the only running back on the list he is the only running back okay good Depending um, on who you speak to that's a very controversial topic right now all right so I I need three more three more you still need number six number seven and number nine it's definitely a corner incorrect oh it's I'll quarterback give you another so? hint all three remaining jerseys are of quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is not on this list. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about being wrong about that. Uh, okay. No Lamar. I hope to God there's no Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is not on this list. Okay, good. We Our morale is good. Um... Jared Goff. Jared Goff is not. Trevor Lawrence. Surprisingly, Trevor Lawrence is not oh. on this list. Tua? Tua is not on this list. I've seen a lot of Dolphins topics on my Facebook. That's why I'm, like, curious about that. Uh, okay, know that. Um, Russ. Russell Wilson is not. On this list. Derek Carr, the new team. Derek Carr is not on this list. 
Jeez, I'm running out of quarterbacks. You're missing a big name one. And then two others. Big name. Kirk Cousins? Kirk Coupons is not on this list. Who am I? I feel like I'm missing someone really big. Like, really big. You named his wide receiver earlier. Oh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is number six on this okay, list. Okay, Joe Burrow. All right, now so. You're seven and nine. I think I've gone through every quarterback, it feels like. Not Trevor. Not no. I'm not even mentioning the Tennessee Titans. I'm so mad at them right now. Um, I, can I get a hint? Uh, conference. Both are in the NFC. Both are in the NFC. That helps. Um, no Dak. I already said Jalen. No shot, Danny Jones. Danny Jones is not. Thank God. Oh, I would be so mad. Um, I don't even know who the commander's quarterback is, so I don't think anyone else is buying their jersey. Um, Panthers. Oh, is it is it a rookie? Is it CJ Stroud? Do we? It's not CJ Stroud. Oh, who's the the other one? The other rookie? It's Panthers quarterback, Bryce Young. Oh, Bryce Young is the quarterback. Okay. CJ Stroud's the Texans. Oh, Bryce Young. All right, all right is number nine on this list. So you're just missing number seven, as George Costanza once said. Um, seven. Um, seven. Panthers, no. I right, said Brady. No, it's the only retired. Matt Ryan's retired. Um, who am I missing? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is not. Oh, on this list. Stafford? Matthew Stafford is also not on this list. The fuck? Jim? No, he's on the Raiders now. Um, Who am I missing? The fact I got nine is pretty good. You're missing one team in the uh, NFC North. I said Goff. Said Cousins. Oh, Fields. I, yeah, Justin, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is Justin number Fields. seven on the list. That would make so you're, sense. You're one through ten. Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, Micah Parsons, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Fields, Tom Brady, Bryce Young, Christian McCaffrey. Not bad. I think, the, I think Rodgers being two is egregious, but, you know. I thought Micah Parsons being three was wild. Yeah, that's wild that he's three. The, he is the best player on the, I would say, one of the best defensive players in the league, if not the best right now. I so, wouldn't go that far. Aaron Donald he, still exists. All right, I'm going Watt more. still exists. Oh, I think Micah Parsons will be better than TJ Watt. No, no, no. Oh, no, I no. do. Micah Parsons. Have you seen Micah Parsons play against the Eagles? I mean, I, I've seen him play, period. He's Shut incredible. Shut it down. TJ Watt got shut down, too. I think he only had one sack against the Patriots. You know, you, you didn't get the you didn't sack Mac Jones multiple times. Still sacked. I'm thinking well, he did. That's but not multiple. I'm gonna pull that up. 
Yeah, I'm gonna find this. Please tell me I'm not wrong. I just we can't have the champ be wrong right now. Like four sacks against Mac Jones. <laughs> well, this it was this year. Oh, he does. Oh. He's four. I'm looking it up right now. While I do this, I will let you rant about DeAndre Hopkins. Oh man. Oh man, this is bad. Um former, yeah, so former rumored eagle, DeAndre Hopkins. Dude, I this really hurt today. So as we know, I work my early job and I'm out up for like twenty hours at, uh, on Saturdays and I was just exhausted. So I slept the day away and it was pouring rain. You don't need to do anything on rainy days. So I woke up around like three o'clock and I'm going to, I didn't go to Dunkin' because it's not that, it's not that time of day. So I go to Burger King and I look at my phone and see that DeAndre Hopkins is now a, a Tennessee Titan. Two years, $26 million. I'm like, what the, what happened? How do we drop the ball this bad on a guy? And the thing is with, I did so many issues I have with this, starting with the whole fact that he lied. Or the report wasn't true. I also forgot TJ Watt was hurt last year and only played in 10 games. So So he didn't get to Mac. I don't think they played. I was thinking of 2021 when he led the league in sacks with 22 and a half. Okay. Um, Oh, fuck. Sorry. I just looked over and Alex Bregman just let the, uh, gave the Astros the lead. I'm pretty sure. So that's great. But yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, I go, I come back from working in the, the whole fact that pissed me off is he lied or the reports lied about him wanting to play for a winning team and a good defense and, you know, a good quarterback or whatever. And just none of those things line up with the Titans ideals or his values. So he took the money because they overpaid him. And the other element, I mean, but his, I, I won't At go on the page pa- and everything. Yeah. So I won't go on my Patriots rant about it. Cause you'll have to go to the Gillette Gazette Thursdays at eight on stadium rent YouTube to check that out. Uh, so I'll, I'll keep it here with the uh, Titans aspect because I want your thoughts on this too. It relates to AJ Brown. You give away AJ Brown, so you trade AJ Brown. Let's get it, my boy. So you trade AJ <laughs> Brown, who is uh, would say like the D hop of his age right now, where he could be that next level guy. Like, if I'm not mistaken, like eight years younger than DeAndre. That's what I'm, dude. That, that you're only proving my point is that he's on that upward trajectory where if he has like five, six good seasons, he could be in the same conversations as D-Hop, OBJ, all that. So you trade him to the Eagles. A.J. Brown is 26, D-Hop's 31. Exactly. So, boom. So you have him go to the Eagles traded, and then your offense sucks. You have a just, I would say, a wasteland of an offense, and Derrick Henry is the lone soldier still standing. And then come in, you have a young quarterback, all that. Your defense is mid, and D-Hop goes there. Like, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, the the Titans are not going to win the division. They're not going to take a wild card spot. Honestly, if he went to the Patriots, he would give the Patriots a very good shot because he's the final puzzle piece to that offense. So it just is a load of bullshit to me, this whole thing. And I'm just so pissed that... I'm just saying words and they're not coherent, but they, I'm just, oh, you get it. I'm just so fucking furious about it. This makes your no bo- sense. Your boy, Matthew Judon, got roasted on the tweet machine. Yeah, I was looking at tweet. the comment. Yeah, he said fake news. And fake everyone was news. Like, uh, and then he tweeted the gif of the, man, I ain't going to lie. I'm out here getting cooked. <laughs> Dude, he was, 
he probably did it for a satirical factor. Oh my god, he probably did it for a satirical factor about like, yeah, it's fake news. That's my giving, and people just took that way too serious. Like I didn't, I'm, I don't think Matthew Judon was trying to spread, but yeah, just I'm not happy, man. T's and P's. I'm not, I'm not happy. Okay. It's okay. It's a bad day. It's a sad day. It's it's great having a well-run football organization. Yeah. I I am slowly forgetting what that's like, so it's good to have you as a friend to keep me in the loop every week. It's so great. It's so great knowing that the like I don't have to worry about the Eagles until the season starts. Oh, I'm worried. I'm we're getting worried. It's great. Did you also see the video of David Montgomery getting absolutely yeeted by the workout bands? No, I didn't. Go to my Twitter. I quote tweeted it. I need your reaction. Okay, a live I reaction. Thank, I want to thank the Detroit Lions organization for sending DeAndre Swift home. Because David Montgomery got absolutely yeeted into the shadow realm by this workout band. All right. You quote tweeted it. Um, yeah, from my personal account. Oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, Jesus. Yeet. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, you got <laughs> you got yanked into another dimension. Yeah, he was getting pulled back into the multiverse. Banished to the something. shadow realm. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> oh, incredible. It should have been me, not him. <laughs> not him. Oh, incredible. I was dying when I saw that. I said, thank you. Thank you for giving us DeAndre Swift. Yep. Because we're going to have a thousand yards. running back is getting yoinked by a workout band like that. Bro, who lets that video go up? Golly. Idiots. Uh, since the last time we spoke, it was literally like an hour and a half after we ended our last recording, uh, B-Ball Paul is out the mud. As Daryl Morey waits until the 11th hour to get back at Danny Ainge and signs the restricted free agent uh, offer sheet to keep B-Ball Paul in Philadelphia. B-Ball Paul said he never wanted to leave. He's glad that they matched. Um, I truly don't think the Utah Jazz had any interest in B-Ball Paul. They were just doing it to fuck with Philadelphia and fuck with Daryl Morey. Because um, fuck Danny Ainge. Um, Tyrese yeah. Maxey saying asking if he could get a hoodie from B-Ball Paul out the mud hoodies that he sells was hilarious on Twitter and B-Ball Paul quote tweeting and saying shit at this rate the whole organization can get a hoodie that's incredible that's awesome B-Ball Paul's here to stay and I saw a tweet from Andrew Unterberger who writes for the Rice Ricky Sanchez um, who said B-Ball Paul has become one of the most beloved cult hero non-process process Sixers players of all time. Um, and he's in the echelon of TJ McConnell and Mike Scott, and I couldn't agree more. Wow. Those are big. Those like, are big shoes. TJ had a cult following, you know, had the moment where Joel's, like, choking him when he hits the game winner against the Knicks. And yeah. he's, like, the scrappy white guy on the, on the team. Mm -hmm. Mike Scott is obviously our guy. 
Also, we're recording this on Mike's birthday. Happy birthday to Mike's birthday. Um, and B-Ball Paul, like out the mud. His name is B-Ball. His I name eat. is basketball. He is basketball. Like, he is him. He is the best backup center that Joel Embiid has ever had in his career. And to get him as the 58th pick in the draft when you drafted him. It, it was a no-brainer to match that offer sheet, and I'm so happy for B-Ball Paul. I'm happy he's here. He's he's a great fit for this team, and the contract is so, like, friendly. Like, it doesn't deter you from being able to do anything in the future. So, I love that B-Ball Paul is here to stay. Yeah, he's... The guy, B-Ball yeah. Paul Patrick Beverly content we're potentially going to get this season is going to be off the walls. Oh, outrageous. Oh, it's going to be some good content. I also can't wait for the first, like sideline video of Patrick Beverly and PJ Tucker like yelling like some junkyard dogs at somebody. Oof. Yeah. They're like the greasy dogs be. from Cat Dog. It better not be my goddamn Celtics. Oh, it's gonna be. Yeah, and it can't even be against Marcus it's, Smart because he's in Memphis. It's those two and then Tyrese Maxey is like the golden boys like they're like, yeah, what what about it? Can't wait. None of none of our guys who would get in their faces are here anymore. I can't wait. It's going to be so awesome. Uh, yeah, I, J- Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I like Tatum, but Jalen Brown, I'm not a fan of him getting into a scrap because he's mentally weak and cannot handle that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just calling how I no see handle. it. No handle. Oh, dude, he. it's like he dribbles on butter. It just. It's literally like he's just wearing... Though, like he just yeah slips all around and no handles can't control himself. It's, it's I think you'll game. agree with this. I saw a tweet that I, I retweeted it. Um, somebody said I miss when AI just meant somebody was talking about Allen Iverson. Dude, me too. R- really, me too. There's so much talk about AI now. I miss, I miss the days where it was AI just crossing up people, crossing not technology ruining the world. Michael MJ the goat. So. Oh, Shohei Otani just scored. Homered. Our guy. Future Phil, question mark? No, stop. No, you can have one Soto. We're going to take Otani, and then we're going to have the division from hell with both New York's, Philly, and Boston. That's something we got to bring up, too, that got brought up during the All-Star break during baseball to circle back to baseball. Apparently, after the Tampa Bay Rays stadium decision is made and the Oakland Las Vegas A's situation is taken care of baseball is going to be working on expanding to 32 teams mm. so I'll Which, switch up some divisions that just screams that article from the athletic of realignment of divisions and going four teams in each division which would bring the division from hell I need the division from hell I think TV execs need the division from hell. Those games would be absolutely electric. I think we would we would commandeer and monopolize Sunday Night Baseball. You'd have to. Sunday Night Baseball, Red Sox, Phillies, only on ESPN. Sunday Night Baseball, Yankees, Red Sox, only on ESPN. None of that shit needs to go to Apple TV, though. Okay. All right. Baseball. Yeah, not until you pay the writers. Yeah, pay the writers, okay? It's cable network or nothing right now until this writer's shit gets The Subway fixed. Series, only on Sunday Night Baseball. 
Like, dude, there's just ESPN is going to monopolize Sunday Night Baseball on the GOAT division of the Phillies, Boston, no other and the trash bags from New York. No other team is playing on Sunday Night Baseball except those four. Or if they do, they got to be playing one of those four. Yeah. That's how you get in. That's how you, you – how you going to laugh from outside of the club? You we can't even get in. Mean. Let go. Ha! Oh my god! Oh, I need it. I, need I think it. the Just only other series imagine... that would be on there would be anybody playing the Dodgers. I would give it to Padres. No, Giants Dodgers because that's the real rivalry. Padres they're and not Angels, in right now. Angels Dodgers because that's like the Angels. That's a Yankees subway. Mix. That's a subway type series. The Chicago's. You need the Chicago's. Any like inner city state rival, yeah. you just have to throw on. Unless it's but, Nationals Orioles, keep that trash out. Oh, no, keep that on the CW, okay? <laughs> Look, live golf. Put that, put that shit on the CW, UPN, whatever. <laughs> like, just keep it off my television. <laughs> the Orioles can stay as long as they're good. The Nas- the, the Trashinals, no, get them the out. The Trashinals, get them out. No, you no, keep that shit. Um, but baseball expansion what two cities would you want to see major league baseball go to nashville that's one of the big ones uh i feel like vegas at this point well that's gonna be the a's that's gonna be the a's oh they're gonna go two more yeah so it's gonna be 32 Okay, so we'll have three the three the three new cities that are getting talked about are nashville uh charlotte or like north carolina area um montreal and portland those are the four like hot names in the streets portland no i think portland is one of those things where it's if they do like the divisional realignment it makes it easier for seattle to have somebody to play true but still like no stuff like that uh, I think it's going to be Nashville and either Montreal or one of the. Carolinas. We'll see Montreal. We'll see Montreal. Montreal makes sense because you need another Canadian team in there for the uh, Blue Jays. Does it not perplex your mind that the Toronto Blue Jays from Canada play in the American League? I, I I'd be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind. I, I would really be lying if I said I've never it thought about that. It perturbs me so much. It, tr- well, just, it grinds my gears. Well, because we own America, we own Canada. <laughs> we help them out so many times. We give them a nice border. Like it's great. Political pits coming at you. <laughs> I just heard that in a stand-up thing, and I thought it was fucking incredible. I thought that was a hell of a line. No, but Canada's great, but like we're it's the last thing I did. I took one political science class in college and it was for my grandpa. And and I just was so lost in it. Everyone's getting all, you know, crazy and oh up hot and bothered about things. I'm just like, all right, like I don't can we just all get along? Why can't we just be friends? I'll be I'm being like Darius Slay in that whole thing. I'm just the peacemaker. I'm just the peacemaker. (laughs) Shout out John Cena. Um the, I, 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 Nashville's almost a certified lock in my brain with baseball expansion. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what Dombrowski I, uh, was doing before he came to the Phillies. He was building the cash. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nashville expansion. Yeah, um, I remember that. Which, hey, Big Daddy Dave, you ain't going anywhere, pal. No, um, sit your ass down. 
Yeah, get get on the phone and get Marcus Stroman in a fucking Phillies uniform. That's I your mean. job for this week. All Let's right, go. Man. You know, it's it's July seventeenth, Dave. What are we doing? A few more days. The countdown Let's begins. Go to the phones. Let's get it cooking. Let's get it going. Um, I I think the Carolinas are gonna be one of them too. I don't know why. There's not a lot of teams in that area, and it makes it closer an, for Atlanta. Yeah, Florida. they're big baseball too down there, and to not have a major league team, it it is a little odd. So I, I get that aspect of it. Oh, bye bye. Yeah, I get bye-bye. that. Bye bye. Wow. Sorry, the Astros Angels just ended in the most crazy way. Who won? Not the good guys. Not 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 the head. Those from above. Uh there was four four runs scored in the ninth for the Astros to come back. Wow. Those were, yeah, it was pretty good. Um should we should we end on a Bring bonk bump. Well, we gotta find out who's horny, Kyle. <laughs> find out next time on Ballsy. <laughs> it's brought to you by our friends at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. They've got the sunglasses, the blue light glasses, prescription lenses, and everything in between. They've been rocking with us since 2020, guys. So that's how you know they're legit. They got on board during a pandy wandy and said, "Hey, let's get with these guys because they know what they're doing." Because that's what's in. To- Tomahawkshades.com and use promo code USP for 25% off at checkout. That's promo code USP at Tomahawkshades.com for 25% off your order. Pits, it's the Brink Bonk Bump of the Week. I'll let you start. Who is getting the Brink from old Patty Pitts? You know what? I'll, I'll make it relevant for the show. It's DeAndre Hopkins is getting the Brink. And I know this is not great, but I'm taking the physical matter. Like, he's getting the Brink truck. He's getting the bag. He got what he wanted. He wanted the most money. There's a lot of players in the NFL right now that really just don't care about winning a Super Bowl. They just want to get the money and play their games during the regular season, maybe be in the playoffs to say that they did. And that's just what it seems like DeAndre Hopkins is at in his career where he realized that maybe it's just not in the cards for me. So then he chased the money. He's going to be on a very mid vanilla team in the Titans. They're going to go eight and nine or seven and 10 again, not make the playoffs while the Patriots grind their way to a playoff, finally find their way. And you could have been on that team, but you chose to go with the protege instead of the master and you got your bag. So, you know, you got your bag. I'm not saying you don't deserve it. You know, you do, you should be getting, Paid good money as I would say the best receiver in the league, one of my favorite receivers. But you did it at the expense of uh tearing at my heartstrings. So um hope the money keeps you warm at night. Uh I am going to go with for my brink. Bryce Harper. Because he's back, baby. The drought is over. The home run drought is over. Hit his first home run since May 25th this weekend. Wow. You're telling me. That's a long time. He's going to go on a power surge now and get it, get the bats booming. Craig Kimbrell caught the home run one-handed in the bullpen. 
Bryce hadn't hit a home run in so long, he forgot to shout out the bullpen as he was around the bases, so he got on the bullpen phone to call and thank him. That's incredible. That's that's awesome. Love shit like that. So I'm going to go with Bryce Hoppe for my brink. You're bonk. Who's horny this week, Pat? Yo, it is the wrestling community. Okay. they There is a lot of pictures, those camera shots of the different female wrestlers with their ring gear and have certain things popping out because like camera shots are bad. I'm seeing it all over my feed because this one wrestler sky blue and all elite wrestling is she, she's very pretty, very uh, attractive assets. And they're just camera shots of her, you know, in we'll say precarious promiscuous. That's the one, promiscuous positions being pinned and whatnot. And it's, I'm just being retweeted by people. And I'm like, I can't like this. I, I just can't. I, I'm I I like seeing it tonight. It's great, but um, you're the horny ones, not I. My bonk of the week. It's got to go to the Daily Loud on Twitter. They keep posting thirst traps on Twitter of famous celebrities, but the old Twitter user note section where they put context behind something. Somebody posted on one of Jennifer Lawrence. They said, it's fake. The hand has six fingers. Stop being horny on Maine and posting AI-generated photos of real people. For Christ's sake. Daily Loud, I'm going to need you to turn it down a notch. Yeah, you can't. Come on. I mean, that's just, that's out there. Keep it to yourself. That's incredible. horny on Maine. This is back-to-back back weeks Daily Loud has been involved in my bong. They have. It's two weeks in a row. Now they're getting called out. Pitts, yeah, who's getting the bump this week from you? Who's taking a seat? He's taking a seat. I had one. I forgot it. Um, who is taking a seat? It's going to be me. I'm going to keep it to, ba- to baseball because I'm going to keep okay, with this baseball team. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a seat. Uh, it's gonna be it's May. gonna be May because I haven't been to a Sox game all year. I was talking about this with uh, my peeps last night because they're trying to go on Friday. I can't because your boy has to be at work at 4 a.m. the next day. But I just haven't been to a Sox game and I'm really pissed myself. And I need to take a seat and maybe get online and buy some tickets. You got to do one of those out. deals where since you don't work Mondays, you got to go on a Sunday. I know. I got. I got to do that. Let's let's fix this for old Patty Pitts right now. Let's take a look at the Red Sox schedule. Yeah, I gotta find this out because this week buying tickets isn't gonna happen because we have a big week with wrestling. Uh, we're going to Kowloon to see the ye old boy Matt Hardy and his live podcast, hey, and then the next when, day when, is AEW. When is when is wrestling for you? When is wrestling? Yeah. When, uh, when, every... are, you go, when are you going to to this wrestling event? When, when is I'm going start? Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Okay, so here's here's the thing. You have a prime opportunity this coming up weekend. Okay. Because the, the Sox are playing Sunday night baseball. Again. Oh, against the Mets. The Mets. I just saw this because I was watching the Stros and Angels. Oh, I would love to go to the Sox. You could lull Mets in person. And I could just I could laugh and at the Mets and oh my god yes all right hardcore meet the Mets I do get paid this week I get paid on I get paid on Wednesday you could meet the Mets 
I think we you just could, saw you could problem. go hardcore for the brand, Pat Pitts. And let's see what days of the week these are, just for context for old Patty Boy. Okay. You also have a prime opportunity here Sunday afternoon, 12.05 p.m. Early get – you'd be out of there by like 3.30, 4 o'clock. Still have the rest of the afternoon and the evening on a Sunday. August 13th, your Boston Red Sox are playing host to your Detroit Tigers. Ooh. That's the one Detroit team I don't know a lot about. Uh, so, but, you know, we support Detroit. Hashtag one pride. So, I you would You could to. also tap in on August 27th. Is that correct? Yes, August 27th at 1.35 p.m. And say hello to your old pal, Mookie Betts, as the Dodgers come to town. The Mook Man. I would like to see that, too. All right, so we got some games lined up. I like this. I like got this. Some All games. Right. You also have... I don't know what days of the week this is because math is hard. Math is kind of hard. So I'm a words guy. You could also take a, a day off in the middle of the week in September and go go to the old rivalry. Yankee Sox at Fenway. In September. Yeah, September is that's beginning of fall. Things are gonna get cooler. You could also do a late September Sox series. The White Sox coming to town to play the Red Sox. There's a lot of opportunities there. I watched Ben Attendee come back. As long as he's still on the Sox. Oh, true. He's a big trade line. Just oh, the White piece. Sox are having a fire sale. Oh, really? Fire. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. Okay, yeah. He I saw a deal. tweet. Tim Anderson, who was one of my favorite players in baseball, he's the yeah. most Dodgers trade deadline acquisition of all time, too, by the way. I'm putting that out there. Tariq Skubal, who pitches for the Detroit Tigers, has pitched, had Tommy John surgery, came back, got injured again, and came back since the last time Tim Anderson hit a home run. That's that's outrageous. Boncos. That is Boncos. Maybe he needs to take a seat too. Uh taking a seat for me this week. I hate to do it to him. Derek Hall, you gotta take a seat, pal. You know, your your nickname is Long Ball Hall. You got called back up after hitting three oh eight and bopping the ball down at triple A. You haven't been long ball hall since. You gotta take a seat, pal. You gotta take a seat, and that's why Bryce Harper one day this week he's playing first base for the Phils against the Brewers. Opening up that outfield, opening it up. Schwarber to the DH. That is a heavy. Johan Rojas made his debut this weekend. Baseball is life. He's so good. He's gonna be so good. That's awesome. Makes me so happy to have good prospects in this system. That's incredible. Oh, I love it. That's going to do it. There's our Brink Bonk Bumpity episode. Make sure you guys are following us at Underground PHI on all the socials. Twitter, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, at Underground PHI. Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Follow Pitsy at KB... Or follow my Instagram and Threads at KBIZZLE11. Follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and threads. 
Subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you decide to consume your podcasts. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Keep downloading the audio version of the podcast. It really does help. Helps more people find the show. Helps us continue to grow. And subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week. Every show on our network. Clips, shorts, live streams, original video content. All of it's on our YouTube channel. We need to get to 1,000 subscribers before September 4th. Otherwise, DJ has to move DJ's to DJ's gone. He's, gone. Want that. He's in Alaska. The Wi-Fi out there, terrible. Uh, subscribe, YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. And... Uh, we're at 516 subscribers. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Be a friend. Tell a friend. And, of course, this podcast presented by the city of Vineland. And let me get the ad read up here because my computer's going all wonky because I'm doing this data transfer, so my Apple ID's all out. Oh, Jesus. You got a whole fucking a whole ton mess. of shit. It's going to be a late night. It's going to be a late night. And that's why I took off of work, too, you know? Yeah. That's what, that's Smart call. Smart call. But the city of Vineland, whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or you're a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. Their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100, where it's Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. And be sure to get your merch at phiapparel.co, code underground, for 10% off any and all merch orders. And this has been episode number 551 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Matt is back in the seat on Wednesday with Italy stories that I can't wait to hear. And then Pitsy will be back going into the week. Another we Sunday do episode with Patty Pitts. But until then, we're getting the heck up out of here. We are signing off. I'm looking for the people's chance.